Hey, Bard listeners. If you live in New York City and love the public library, we need your help. This past fall, our public libraries sustained deep mid-year cuts that forced an end of seven-day service and reduction of our materials and programs. We're now facing more budget cuts for the coming fiscal year. Libraries across the city stand to lose $58.3 million in funding. If these cuts are not reversed, we may have to reduce materials and programming yet again, including further reductions to our days of service. As many as half of all New York City libraries would be open only five days a week. The good news is you can help. Send a letter to city leaders telling them that you support the library. It's easy. It only takes 30 seconds and you can do it now. If you live in Brooklyn, go to BKLYNlibrary.org slash standup, all one word, to fill out the form. If you live in any of the other boroughs, you can send a letter on behalf of Queens Public Library or New York Public Library. Learn how at investinlibraries.org. Thank you so much for your support. Hi, Borrowed listeners, Virginia here, and with me in the printing room of Central Library that has become our post-pandemic recording studio is Fritzi Bodenheimer. Hi, Fritzi. Hi, Virginia. So I don't think our listeners have heard your voice yet, but you've been working behind the scenes on Borrowed even before the first episode aired. That's right. I work in external affairs at the library, and I've been editing scripts with you since the beginning. So excited to have you in front of the microphone, finally. Me too. And you've got a really wonderful audio postcard for us, right? Yes. Today, I'm going to bring you what I think is surely one of our loudest stories ever. You are listening to Borrowed, stories that start at the library. Believe it or not, these loud cheers are not on a basketball court or even in a gymnasium. They are actually coming from the lobby of Central Library, where, on a recent Saturday morning, dozens of kids ages 9 to 17 competed for top honors in the library's Robotics League tournament. Teams from branches across Brooklyn spent weeks designing and building small Lego robots and then learning how to use computer code to direct the robots to travel across a colorful 8-foot by 4-foot game board to complete tasks and earn points. The final championship was the culmination of three months of work and the excitement that day was palpable. My name is Ellis and I like going to robotics. It's so cool because we can do coding. We have mines from Lego Robotics. There was missions where you had to um, push the windmill and like little blocks had to fall off. Here I have the robot that we use. It's got a little crawl mechanism to grab down and pull and a piece that pushes objects. That was Ellis and Winter, age nine, from the Mill Basin Library, and Nathaniel, also nine years old, from King's Highway Library. And the missions you just heard the kids describe are at the center of the robotics tournament. Basically, each mission is a task that a robot has to accomplish, such as moving a plastic piece from one place to another. During the tournament, each team tries to get their robot to complete as many missions as they can in three rounds, each lasting just two and a half minutes. Three, two, 
The round begins and team members strategize and code, and it's clear the kids are taking the competition seriously. In the practice room, Virginia talked to Malia, age 12, who was a team of one from Canarsie Library. How's it going? Um, I think it's going pretty well right now, trying to get the arms to move up so I could complete a mission. Even though Malia was competing on her own that day, she wasn't alone. Her coach, Amali, a technology resource specialist at Canarsie Library, was by her side. And her family and team members from previous years were there, too. I'm going to interview your robot. <laughs> Something that's unique about Robotics League, the program teaches kids and teens about all kinds of science concepts, not just coding and engineering. Each competition has a theme, and this year it was super-powered, an exploration of where energy comes from and how it's distributed, stored, and used. Mission 6. Hybrid Car Recharge the hybrid car by inserting the hybrid unit into the car. Those instructions are from New York City's chapter of FIRST, which stands for For Inspiration and Recognition of Science and Technology. FIRST has been running robotics programs around the country for the past 30 years and over time has grown into huge multi-day tournaments in sports arenas with cheering fans and even color commentary, like this live-streamed Robotics League state championship in Maryland. Towards the oil platform, didn't quite trigger it. They're coming back into the starting area. 30 seconds left. Joe, how are we doing over on Purple? Uh, they're moving, they're moving, they're rebuilding the robot. And while learning science and technology is important, robotics is about something much bigger. It also helps them develop uh, teamwork skills and, and being leaders and sometimes even learning how to step back and let other people uh, take the lead. That's Shayla Cruz, the library's technology training coordinator and the creator of the library's robotics league. She organizes the tournament and helps to train staff and volunteers in the weeks leading up to the championship. The coaches spend time on helping the kids develop those soft skills as well. At Kings Bay Library in southern Brooklyn, robotics is a family affair. I stopped by to watch a practice a few weeks ago and met Keith Villar, who is a parent of a team member, a coach, and an engineer himself. You know, they need to be have a sense of experimentation and awe, like that they can do things and amaze themselves. From what is the problem to how do you work together, and how it all really works in the real world. Because things are so complicated now, you're not just doing one thing. Your job may be you have to collaborate with an engineer, with an architect, with, you know, tradespeople, scientists, or whatever. And this teaches them that. Back at the tournament, teams played their final rounds and waited anxiously for the results. We think it went well. We think we have chances for third place. All hope is not lost. We tried our best to complete all our obstacles. Fell short on one or two, but um, hopefully we'll still get some good points. That was Nathaniel from King's Highway Library and Kareem, the coach of the Mill Basin Millibots team. Meanwhile, Malia from Canarsie Library ended her final round to cheers from her supporters. It was really exhilarating. Like I, I was kind of nervous, but excited at the same time because I, I was doing my missions. Sharnagay, Malia's mom, was beaming with pride. 
My daughter is amazing. Oh my God, I'm so proud of her. She gets to express herself in a unique way. It's a lot of critical thinking for her. And I'm just proud of her. She all by herself. <laughs> all by herself. <laughs> Soon enough, the scores were tallied and the winning teams were announced. The Washington The members of the Washington Irving team ran out of the crowd, jumping and holding their fists in the air. They held their trophy high as their parents and library staff crowded around to take their picture. You can hear the excitement, and this is really the magic of the Robotics League. For one afternoon in January, these kids are celebrated, not for their athletic abilities or debate skills or artistic prowess, but for their ability to work as a team and their dedication to math and science concepts, and for their robots, of course. Borrowed is brought to you by Brooklyn Public Library. This episode was written and hosted by Fritzi Bodenheimer. Virginia Marshall produced the episode. Our music composer is Billy Libby. Meryl Friedman designed our logo. Brooklyn Public Library relies on the support of individuals for many of its most critical programs and services. To make a gift, please go to bklynlibrary.org slash donate. We've included pictures from the Brooklyn Robotics League Championship, including an amazing video of the winning team hearing the final results on our webpage. You can also find a transcript of this episode and a book list for kids and teens interested in learning more about Lego robotics, coding, and engineering. That's all at bklynlibrary.org slash podcasts. That's it for this episode. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with more audio stories from Brooklyn Public Library. Go Robots! Robots!